Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Whiskey Talk with Mario. I have my whiskey poured. Do you? Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Whiskey Talk with Mario. I am still sipping on Honey Jack with this time with the uh, Diet Dr. Pepper. Yeah, changed that up a little bit. But listen, when I start doing a little bit financially better, I will upgrade my whiskey. Until then, we're sticking to Honey Jack. I know, boring. It's still good, though. Anyways, let's carry on. Before I get started, I want to send a shout out to a couple of my friends. Let's start with Raygoza Window Cleaning. Raygoza Window Cleaning in Phoenix, Arizona. If you are in Phoenix, Arizona or anywhere nearby and you need a good deal on getting your windows washed, whether it's commercial or residential, my friend, my good friend Raygoza Omar will make them spotless for you. Look, yes, he's my friend. He's my friend. He's been on the podcast before. We did a podcast together talking about our our childhood. But this man is a professional at what he does. He's always been very dedicated to what he does. Even when we were partying back in the days, this man took his job so serious that he would go out there and pass out flyers, take the bus, pass out flyers. I mean, his work ethic, even when doing shit like that, was amazing. So now that he's a business owner, he's a serious man a family man i guarantee you i stand by this man this man will fucking clean the shit out your windows now if you're in phoenix or in the surrounding areas make sure that you hit him up um if you have any questions feel free to hit me up and i will go ahead and send you his information right goes out window cleaning yes sir anyways uh next i want to talk about my good friend ted ted i just recently bought a car from ted listen I don't like car salesmen. I don't like lawyers. I don't like mechanics. I don't like sneaky motherfuckers. I don't like people who I can't trust. Ted, I needed a gas saver. I needed a, a, a car that would get me from point A to point B because Elena, my beautiful Mustang, was killing me at the field, at the gas tank. So uh, I found Ted on Google. Um, he has great ratings, great reviews, five-star ratings. On everything, everything, wherever he's on Yelp, on Google, he has five-star ratings. He has a, a, a Instagram, follow his Instagram, called the, the Lot Auto Sales. If you're in the Long Beach area, if you're in L.A. or any nearby areas, make sure to hit up Ted at The Lot Auto Sales. I'm telling you, one thing I appreciate about this man, you can find cars there from, uh, I believe it's 3000 and up, $3,000 and up. So if you're getting your your tax return, if you got a little extra cash saved up because you've been wanting a car, listen, don't be stupid. Don't go finance a car. You're going to end up with a lot of debt for no fucking reason. Save up for something better. Save up for an investment. Okay, cars are a depreciating asset. It's not an investment. It's not a good investment. Do not get yourself into needless debt. Go get yourself a nice, well-maintained vehicle from Mr. Ted. And he will hook you up. He's a man of his word. Listen, he's not the type of man that's going to sit there and be thirsty for your money. He's going to tell you, this is what I have. Go run it. Bring your mechanic. You get what you get. So it's your job to do your your homework on what car you're getting. However, 
But I can tell you based on experience that Ted is a hell of a guy. He's a stand-up guy. He's not looking to take your money. He's not looking to do you dirty. He sells quality used cars. So if you're on the market for a new car or for a used car, please be sure to check out the Lot Auto Sales. Last but not least, if you're throwing a party for your little one, for your loved one, for yourself, include a photo booth at that party. <coughs> this is how I do advertisements. Listen, include a photo booth at your party. It'll make things fun. Families can go in there. Couples, definitely couples can go in there and take lots and lots of pictures. It's always fun. I can remember one of my best memories growing up in high school when I used to take my little dates to the mall. We used to go and take those pictures. I remember getting in the booth, doing the little kissies. You know, those are memories that you keep with you for the rest of your life. Pictures speak a thousand words. I don't know if that's the same. But check out my friend Salgado. He has a brand new business. He's offering photo booth. Constellation Photo Booth is the name of his business. Constellation Photo Booth by Salgado. If you're throwing a party, if you need a photo booth, if you want to add a photo booth to your party, it is a great addition, a good way to have fun, and keep those memories for the rest of your life. Hit me up. I will give you his information. Constellation Photo Booth for your parties, birthday parties, quinceañeras, baby showers, graduations, fundraisers, barbecues, sweet 16s, you name it. And his photo booth will be there. All right, guys, let's get back to the to the podcast. So I, I wrote a few notes. As you guys know, I don't have the best memory in the world or even in my county or in my city, even in my community or in my neighborhood or even in my house or even in this room. Devo has a better memory than I do. Anyways, I wrote down some notes of things that I want to talk about. So let's look at these things and then we'll tackle them one by one. Listen, while I was doing these advertisements at the beginning of the podcast, I was drinking too much. So I'm a little toasty already. So let's see where this takes us. A little journey down uh, Wonderland. I don't know. Fuck it now. All right, let's go. Topic number one, safety for ladies. I don't know if you guys saw the, the video that recently came out. If you didn't, make sure you YouTube it, you Google it, whatever the fuck. Uh, there was this woman. She was working out at her uh, uh, apartment complex uh, gym. You know how all these buildings, they have their little fitness centers or gyms or whatever. She was doing that and she saw a man outside of the door who she let in she let him into the gym and this man came in and he had bad intentions he uh, apparently wanted to harass her attack her I don't know he went after her uh, this young lady defended herself as best that she could turns out she's a competitive bodybuilder so she was very strong um, there's there's videos of her doing um some good numbers on deadlifts and squats and and uh, hip thrust. So apparently she was very strong. So she was able to uh, power, uh, muscle her way out of that situation. But you know, had it not been her, had it been another female, things might have gone in a different direction. So what do I think about this? 
And what is my advice to you young ladies out there? Okay, so from a security perspective, okay, you're a woman. So this is this is the problem that I have with how society is ran today. You know, the whole woke shit, all right? Listen, listen. This might sound like terrible advice, but look. When you look at this man, the way he was dressed, the way he looked, okay? Now, she didn't want to be discriminatory or whatever. She didn't want to be, a, a, you know, that person, that Karen. She saw him outside. She said, let me let him in. Why? There's security. Look, there are security systems in place to let certain people in, keep certain people out. Now, obviously, those things can be bypassed, but this man didn't have access into the gym. She allowed him in. She didn't She didn't want to discriminate. Look, we live in a society, we live in a world where things are real, okay? If someone, if those, if someone isn't supposed to be there and they don't match the environment, don't fucking worry about seeming racist or discriminatory who gives a flying fuck about that your safety comes first so that was her first mistake and is allowing this man in her second mistake was and i'm not this is not victim shaming this is not victim shaming at all okay people get this wrong all the time this is um in the military you know when you're, you're done with a mission or an evolution uh, you go back and you dissect, you know, lessons learned. What what could have gone better? What could we have done better? What could she have done better? Lessons learned, okay? First of all, someone's not supposed to be in there. They're not supposed to be in there, okay? Uh, she could have gone to the door and been like, hey, you know, um, you need to have access to come in through the door. I can't let you in. I'm sorry. It's for security purposes. Who gives a fuck what this guy would have thought? Fuck you. Go eat a fat dick, you know, go, you know, if you have a key card, go, you know, find it, bitch. But you, you're not supposed to be here. Okay. All right. That's number one. Two, she already let him in. All right. Stop getting so fucking comfortable. Always have your head on a swivel. If this guy makes you feel some type of way, either leave or keep your eyes on him at all times and have a plan of attack ready. Bust his fucking head with a goddamn weight. There's weapons all around you. Fuck this guy. If he's being a goddamn pervert, if he's being a creep, beat his fucking ass with a weight on the fucking head. I'm not saying kill somebody. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying defend yourself. You have every right to defend yourself. That is a God-given right to defend yourself. Now, she handled herself well. If you're not a bodybuilder, if you're not a jiu-jitsu practitioner, if you don't practice boxing, if you don't know any combat, use your environment to your advantage to defend yourself. I always tell ladies, I always tell my, my girlfriend, I gave her a, a pepper spray. I said, carry this shit wherever you go. If you're walking the dogs, if you're at the gym, if you're just going to check the mail, take this shit with you at all times. If it's enough to incapacitate a... a um, an attacker and give you enough time to run away, then so be it. But you need to be prepared at all times. Life is real. Life life doesn't play by your fucking rules and your feelings. Okay, so that's that's one lesson learned from that. Okay. All right. Ladies, 
Listen to me. I'm a man. A lot of men fail to understand the safety aspect of females. I remember uh, there was this one time where I was out with my friend. We were out shopping. And we were leaving an establishment. We went shopping. We ate some stuff, whatever. We were leaving. And there's this young lady walking by. And she was attractive. My friend looks at her. I look at her. My friend says, damn, she's, she's fucking hot, bro. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, wait, pull over. Let me go talk to her. I said, nope. He said, come on, bro. Come on. Come on. Let me go talk to her real quick. I said, nope, nope. I kept driving. He's like, what the fuck, bro? I said, look, think about it for one fucking minute, bro. Think about this. We are in an empty, because I remember during that time, I forgot. I don't know if it was during COVID or there weren't that many people out, but um, it was an empty parking lot. It was just two men, two guys, and a woman walking through that empty parking lot. She looked like she was rushing. Okay. Listen, guys, a little bit of advice for you. Safety is always on the head of women. Women always have safety on their mind. Don't be an idiot. Don't approach a woman so quick, so suddenly. Don't run up on her. Know the environment. Understand the environment. Understand the mentality. There's a reason why they're always their head is always on a swivel. She probably saw, saw us long before we saw her. This is why I kept driving. And I explained this to him. I said, bro, this is... But he was like, oh, dude, you're right. I didn't think about that. Yeah, because a lot of fucking men don't think about that. We don't think about that shit. You know... <laughs> how often women get harassed and I'm not one of these fucking simp guys I'm not one of these like uh, white knight fucking guys you know um, what's what's the saying uh, Captain Sabo I ain't none of that shit but I'm realistic about the world we live in okay women experience harassment far greater than we than men do we experience it too, to a certain degree, but when, like, when I say a female, like, I get hit on, especially where I work now, I get hit on by a lot of older females, I don't feel any type of way, I don't feel like I'm in danger, because I know that if they try something, I'll just give them a backhand and be like, get away from me, the fuck away from me, you know what I mean? Women, on the other hand, it's a whole different thing for them. Hold on. So, guys... Make sure you keep that in mind. Whenever you do an approach, don't be creepy. Don't be fucking creepy. Make sure that the environment is right. Make sure that your approach is correct. Never approach a woman from behind. Never get up in front of her. I always say, if you're going to approach a female, you know, make sure that you make eye contact from far away long before you even approach. Try to catch, you know, try to catch her eyes, whatever. Smile. Show that you're not a threat. And when you do approach, approach from a direction that she feels like she can get away from the situation. Never approach from the back. Never approach from the front. Always have like a 45 degree angle. And the reason I say this is because they need to feel like they're not being trapped in. Okay? Just think about shit like that, guys. We don't think about shit like that. It took me a long time to learn that. A lot of failures. Anyways, um, going on with the subject. Ladies, 
uh, don't be afraid. Don't don't think about being discriminatory, racist. You know, don't be think about any of that. If something doesn't feel right, then it's not right. Listen to your gut in this case. All right. Don't don't uh, worry about hurting anybody's feelings. Your safety comes first. Always carry something with you, whether it's pepper spray, whether it's a it's a stun gun, a taser, anything, anything is better than nothing. Learn some kind of uh, combat style, whether learn how to box, learn how to throw a punch, simply learning how to throw a punch. Even if you don't practice jujitsu or boxing, if you say you don't have the money to go to that right now, you know, um, learn, watch videos on how to properly throw a punch. Get yourself a, a, a reflex bag, a heavy bag. Learn how to throw a proper punch. Learn how to hit with your elbows. Watch videos on this. This is important for you. Okay. A shot to the nuts isn't always going to work. This, that's not always the answer. Trust me. A lot of women think that, oh, why don't you just knee in the nuts? That doesn't always work. Trust me. It's not always the case. So learn how to, you know, simple things like in jujitsu, bring someone in the guard, you know, how to mount, how to, how to do a simple rear naked choke, you know, simple, basic shit, how to throw a proper uh, punch, how, how to put your uh, pivot, put your whole weight behind it, use your legs, all that shit. The basics can save your life. Trust me, I know as a man who's been in plenty of fights and I've survived, I know, I'm telling you, the basics will save your life. Anyway, that's that. That's my rant on that. Ladies, be safe out there. Guys, stop being fucking creeps. You know, piece of shit. Um, yeah, there's that. Um, here's another point that I wanted to make on that. And I just looked at my notes. Okay. This one might be a little controversial. But I don't give a fuck. That's what my podcast is. It's very controversial. Okay. This is not victim shaming. This is, again, being realistic. How you dress can have an effect on the interactions you have with certain men, certain men. In a perfect world, there would be no creeps, no perverts, no desperate motherfuckers out there trying to harass you or attack you. Um, in a perfect world, there would be no predators. This is not a perfect world. This is the real world. There are predators. They exist. I don't care how... You know, a lot of liberals, a lot of my liberal friends, oh, we need to raise men to be to be more, you know, uh, more respectful of women and, you know, whatever, whatever. No, I don't care how much you try to educate young men. There's always going to be those guys that are going to be perverted. There's always going to be, especially in, in the era that we live in where the the eight, nine-year-old can have access to the internet and watch porn for the first time at nine, ten years old. That This will corrupt their mind. This will make them perverts at a younger age. Dude, we are in a society where everything is sexualized. Music, movies, video games. Okay? We're creating... <laughs> even in schools now, they're sexualizing children. So, yeah, good fucking luck with that. Let's be realistic, okay? Now, I'm not saying that, look, 
I remember I, I had said something like this on my stories one time on Instagram, and, and I had a, I had a few women, like four or five women, reach out to me. But one of them, she was like, "Don't tell women how to dress, honey. I'm not telling you how to dress. Dress however the fuck you want. What I'm saying is, be realistic about the consequences of it. Look, I was having this conversation with Sam, with my girl, the other day. I said, "Look, as a Hispanic male, I cannot wear a." black hoodie and a baseball cap i cannot wear that combination i can't i remember uh the the first night i did uber eats if you guys don't know i've been doing over eats as a side hustle collect a little extra gas money and shit um people were afraid to come up to me i was delivering in these asian neighbor in koreatown these asian neighborhoods you know i was delivering up at night by usc you know the uh, the college, you know, all the college kids and shit, they were afraid to come up to me. They were afraid to, <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with these fucking people? And then it hit me. Oh shit. It's, it's late at night. I'm wearing a baggy black hoodie and a, and a uh, black Dodgers hat, LA hat. No shit, Mario. You're out here scaring these kids, man. <laughs> you know, but it's, it, look, I can sit here and play the victim and be like, oh my God. They're discriminating against me because of the way I dress. No, motherfucker. That's not what it is. Be fucking logical. Be logical. Look, listen to me. Minorities. Let's. I'm not going to speak on the black community. That's their shit to talk about. There's plenty of black men out there talking to their community. Plenty of black women talking to their community. I'm going to talk to you fucking Latinos, okay? Listen. When you see a motherfucker robbing a liquor store, when you see a motherfucker robbing or, or robbing someone out on the street, most of the time, what are they wearing? What is the uniform of a criminal, of a, of a fucking gangster? Uh, what's the uniform of a robber, right? Most of the time, it's going to be black hoodie, black hat, or black ski mask, or whatever the fuck. Okay? That's the world we fucking live in. It is not the people's fault. If people look at me and, and, and they, they uh, feel worried or, um, you know, they, they feel cautious about approaching me, you know what? I get it. I understand. I fully understand. There's a lot of dumb motherfuckers out there, com out there committing crimes. They're Hispanic. They're about my height. They got tattoos. Okay. They got beers. They got whatever facial hair. They're wearing a baggy-ass black hoodie and a, maybe a hat, maybe a, a beanie, a, a ski mask, whatever. That's just the world we live in. I'm not going to blame them. I'm not a victim here. Okay? So, back to ladies, back to the females. Listen, wherever the... <coughs> sorry. I was trying to talk about at the same time. Wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. I don't give a shit. Nobody should give a shit. However, understand when you wear something that's very figure forming. If you wear yoga pants, if you wear, you know, those new ones that go up in your crack and you can see each individual cheek just bouncing when you walk. Listen, when you wear that shit, there's going to be fucking creeps out there. I'm not saying that that's OK. And I'm not blaming you if they harass you. I'm not blaming you. I'm saying, though, understand that you're going to capture their fucking attention. And these men exist. They're out there. 
And there's not a fucking thing we can do about that other than prevent or beat their fucking ass, you know, straight. So that's where I'm coming from that aspect, that perspective. It's not victim shaming, okay? Don't think that I'm saying, oh, it's your fault for wearing those those yoga pants. I'm not saying it's your fault. These motherfuckers shouldn't be out there doing this in the first place. But I want you to be safe. I want you to prevent these things from happening. Okay? So just be cognizant. If you're going to wear something like that, something that's very uh, attention-grabbing, understand that you higher the chances of a man like that approaching you, uh, attacking you, or catcalling you, or staring at you, or making you uncomfortable, whatever, okay? It is what it is. You take this advice if you want. You don't have to. I don't give a shit. I'm just trying to help. All right, moving on. This is something that I saw at work recently, and I wanted, it kind of triggered a a thought in my head that I said, hmm, let me talk about this on the podcast. There were, there was a couple, older couple, uh, I'm talking like 60s, you know, like early 60s, mid 60s. And there's a, where I work, there's a shuttle that takes people to a casino. So this couple comes down and they had missed the shuttle by a minute. Um, so the, the husband comes down and he goes, uh, what time's the shuttle getting here? I said, oh, they left already. So he's like, fuck. <laughs> and the wife, she's like, oh man. And then he goes to the front desk uh, person and he goes, Hey, you know, uh, when's the next shuttle getting here? And she says, oh, it's getting here in half an hour. They come every half an hour. He goes, damn it. I have what do you um I have reservations to a restaurant. I'm supposed to be there in ten minutes. You know, he starts going off. So obviously there's nothing that anyone can do to help him, you know, either call an Uber, I don't know, fucking wait for the next shuttle. She says, Call the restaurant, maybe they'll they'll uh wait for you, then maybe they'll push your reservation up a little longer, you know, whatever. A little later. He's cussing up a storm he's losing his temper the wife is kind of embarrassed she's kind of there like oh my god she's like honey calm down he's like no no this is bullshit so she got so embarrassed she left the lobby went on back to the room and said hey i'm gonna go back up you know i don't want to be around this (laughs) and she left and he's down there just just talking shit okay so where am I going with this? So there's, you know, there's the idea that modern man and guys today are too emotional. Guys, they don't know how to be man. Look, this is this has been a problem for man for ages, for generations, for decades. That's an older man being emotional as fuck. That is an older man in his 60s being hyper emotional. And there's a lot of men that age that are hyper emotional. It's not a new generation thing. Now, is it more prevalent in newer generations? Yes. Yes, it is. 
but it, it also existed in, in old generations. The boomers were just as fucking emotional. Gen X was just as emotional. And fucking certainly millennials are emotional as shit. Okay, so listen, guys. A part of being masculine, being a man, is to be stoic and to find solutions. Now, I'm one. I'm the type of guy that I have a temper on me. I lose my shit a lot, <laughs> and um, but I've learned through the years, through a journey of trial and error, how to be more in control of my emo- of my emotions. Now I just kind of keep it under my breath. Just like, Fuck shit, God, fucking damn it, shit. You know, I'm just gonna say that under my breath and let it be. It is what it is. But I no longer embarrass people that are with me. I've lost my temper a couple times on the road. <laughs> you know, road rage. But I always bring myself back to reality. Okay, dude, calm down. You're acting like a total fucking idiot right now. You're you're acting like a woman. No offense to you ladies. You know, everyone knows ladies are a bit more emotional than men. I'm just saying. Men are supposed to be stoic, logical, rational. We're supposed to be... Like a fucking stone. We're supposed to be stone cold killers. I mean, not literally. I mean, also literally if push comes to shove. But I'm saying we're supposed to be the, you know, the pillars of our family. We cannot lose ourselves to our emotions. Looking back on that situation that I saw with that couple. The way I think it should have been handled. This man should have been like, ah, fuck. Okay, we missed it. Okay, let out a couple fucks. And then go back and say, all right, what's next? How do we fix this? Um, Ask the front desk assistant. Ask somebody. Hey, so what can we do? I recently had a situation where um, one of my bills came up to like $400. And I was like, $400 for a gas bill for a month? Are you out of your fucking mind? So I was like, this is bullshit. I called them. But I was very calm. I was very smooth. And, you know, the, the lady that was talking to me, she was like, she was telling me, oh, yo, because of this, there was these charges because you just uh, switched from one address to another. So you got an extra fee for transferring the service. And there's this you steal from from the last um, address that you had. So she was breaking it down for me. And I'm like, OK, all right. So it seems like it's legit. I legit owe this much money. OK. I don't have $400 to pull out of my ass right now. You know, I told her this. So I'm going to ask you, what can I do? Because I don't know where I'm going to pull that money out of. Right now, I'm in a financial situation. She says, okay, well, let's see if you qualify for any programs. I don't. Look, newsflash, people. If you live in California, you make over a certain amount. You don't qualify for shit. You can work all the overtime and all the shit. You can be broke as fuck, living paycheck to paycheck, barely paying your bills. But if you make over a certain amount, you don't qualify for shit. And so she goes, well, you know, if you're on an un- unemployment, then you qualify for this. I say, well, yeah, of course. Maybe I should quit my job. Then I'll qualify for all the fucking programs. But anyways, I was just being sarcastic and being a little asshole. But I wasn't being a, like I wasn't like showing her any attitude or anything. I was just kind of joking. But she was playing along. I said, okay. What can I do next? What can I do? Because I do not have that that money. So, oh, 
um, I can give you an extension for a year. You can do small payments, uh, and you have until a year from now to pay that off. I said, oh, perfect. Thank you. That's amazing. She goes, oh, no problem. See, that's how you handle the situation. Was I emotional at the time? Yeah, I was. Uh, shit, I was like $400 fucking dollars for, a, for a gas bill for one month. Are you out of your mind? I'm paying off debt right now, you know. But I stayed calm, cool, collected like a cucumber. And um, it all worked out. You know what I mean? When you stay calm, collected, and you understand things are going to work out. I've had situations on the freeway where my tire blows out. And I stay cool, calm, and collected, and I figure a way out of it. As a man, if you're with a woman, don't lose control of your emotions. You're supposed to be the pillar. The minute you start losing control, she will lose respect for you. Stay in your masculine energy. I got this, babe. Hold on. We're going to get out of this. Don't even worry about it, mamas. You know what? Let me call you. Let me call an Uber Eats right now. Let me buy you some lunch. You know, sit over there, honey. Eat your burger like the pretty little lady that you are. Here's a here's a brewski for you. Chill the fuck out. I'll give you some lovings later when we get home. But right now, let me handle this. And then you fucking handle it. My girl just had a, a, a situation where she was driving to come see me. And a fucking, I don't know, like something hit her windshield and cracked it almost broke it all off she calls me she's like oh my god you know and i said hey hold on so where are you so i'm on the freeway i said okay listen to me okay she's like i said hold on listen to me drive out of the freeway go to a safe spot anywhere where it's safe just put your hazards on slowly drive out of the freeway so she does that okay boom you're out of the freeway now that you're safe, we can gather our thoughts. Where are you? She gives me the location. Okay, that's where you are. She says, should I go home? I said, no, don't go home because that shit is cracked as fuck. That shit might completely break and all the glass is going to fall on you. It's going to be worse. Stay where you are. Don't fucking move. Okay, what's next? All right, let me find a, a mobile glass you know, installer or whatever. So we got to it. We broke it down step by step. And she ended up walking her dogs there. And, you know, it look, guys, men. Your woman is going to lose respect for you the minute you break down, the minute you don't look like you're in control of the situation. Then she's going to get in her masculine because now she's going to have to take care of the situation herself. Which we know, if you're if you're with a, a very capable woman, she will handle it. Then she'll be like, damn, what the fuck do I have this motherfucker for? <laughs> you know what I mean? Guys, be in control. Stop losing, your, stop losing yourself to your emotions. Stop being a little bitch is basically what I'm telling you. Okay? Very important. Very important. Am I a know-it-all? Am I the, the most masculine in the world? No, I'm still learning as I go. But I've noticed that, you know... Example number one, even older men fuck up. His wife was so embarrassed, she fucking left. She said, I'm going back to the room. You stay over here and have a fit. Dude, how embarrassing. Now, look. Are there problems with the modern woman? I've talked about this a lot. I feel like a lot of, uh, you know, with the whole feminism thing. 
there's a lot of women that are falling into that trend and the I don't need no man type of shit or career over family type of shit. I think that a lot of these young women are going to eventually regret when they find themselves being older with no kids, no husband, no family, no nothing to show for it. This is my opinion. Again, I may be wrong, but this is based on based on studies. If you want to look it up yourself, you know, by 2030, I forget what they say, 45 or, or over that percent of women will be single and childless. Okay. Now, a lot of people, me, when I was in my 20s, a lot of women, when they're in their 20s, they have this idea, oh, man, I don't give a fuck, you know, whatever, I don't want kids, I don't want a husband, I don't want a family, I just want to live my life, and eventually they get older, and the majority, the majority, the amount of women that have come to me and told me in secrecy how much they regret not having any family, not being married, you know, obviously it's anecdotal. It's based on my own experience, but I'm telling you, modern modernism, modern women are being lied to. This whole idea of, uh, you know, your career and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please have a career. Please or please strive for something. Even if it's not a career, be a business owner. Do something that. Yeah, that's perfect. You have all empowerment. A hundred percent. I'm backing you up. But don't let that be your whole life. My my personal is, look, I don't want you to be this 40-year-old woman, this 42, 45, 50-year-old woman that I've spoken to, that have spoken to me and have, you know, trusted in me and told me, hey, if I could have done things differently, I would have done them differently. Okay, I don't want you to be that, you know, for right now, if you're 30, if you're 20, listen, I'm not saying go out there and be desperate and look for a man. That's not what I'm saying either. I'm saying, but I, I am saying, Understand that there's a balance to happiness. Career isn't everything. And love isn't everything. A balance between the two is everything. You could be striving for success, striving for your goals. And at the same time, allow your allow yourself to meet someone solid. Someone that you can grow with. Someone that you can pair up with and, and make things happen with. Okay? That's my opinion based on anecdotal evidence. <laughs> uh, anyways, but here's a big but. Here's a big fucking. Uh, uh, what's that? What's that girl's name? Haney Wilson. Here's a big Haney Wilson. But. Man, I feel like man, especially in the red pill community, the manosphere. I agree with a lot of shit that they say, but. One thing that they fail at is taking self-accountability. We have created the modern woman with our bullshit. Years and years, decades and decades of men being weak and emotional have created the modern woman. Like I said, even older men have failed. This is not a new generation thing. Men have been being bitches for the longest. Maybe, maybe men were were more uh, manly back then when it came to working with your hands, working, uh, not bitching about you know the little things in life. But men have always failed for centuries, for generations, at knowing how to be men, 
in the household. Prime example, that story I just told you. Again, anecdotal. But you see this happening time and time again. I used to work with a lot of older men who also, I don't know why older people always trust me. To just, I guess because I don't talk much. I just kind of listen and go, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of older men, when I used to work, uh, I'm not even going to say where. I'm not even going to say where. But they used to, come, used to come to me and be like, man, my wife isn't putting out, you know, same old fucking story. My wife isn't putting out, man. This is bullshit, man. I tried to fuck her last night and she said no, you know. But when you look at these men, what about them is fuckable? These motherfuckers are overweight. Fucking, a lot of them, they fucking, they chew tobacco, so their teeth look like shit. Their breath probably smells like garbage. What about them is fuckable? They don't keep themselves up. Why would a woman, why would your wife want to fuck you, bro? Like, think about that for a second. You make the environment. You got to get her started. You got to get the engine started, my boy. Man, forget this. You know, someone who talks about this a lot is Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey says, dude, just because you've been married for this many years and dating for this many years doesn't mean you let yourself go. You always, you continue to to um, uh, court that woman. The courting continues. Okay, you're still trying to make her attractive to you. You know, some guys are like, man, I, some, I remember this, this older guy was telling me one time, man, I took my woman, I took my wife out on a date and fancy date and I gave her flowers. She still didn't put out at the end of the night. Oh, that's your problem, my dude. You were expecting. You did it with the purpose of getting sex at the end of the night. You didn't do it because you wanted to really reach out to her emotions. That's where you fucked up. It was all about you. That night was about you, not about her. Women like to feel special. They like they like for you to trigger their emotions. And that's what gets them wet. How the fuck am I a younger dude and I'm trying to school you on this shit? You feel me? A lot of men fucking suck at making their women aroused, arousing their women and making them feel hot and sexy and Dude, listen, it's basic biology, motherfucker. It's not about being a simp. It's not you if, if a woman sees that you're on top of your game, okay, that's already a plus. You're getting after, you're taking care of your business, right? You're getting up early, you're making that money, you're buying the house, you're buying the car, you're buying this, you're buying that, you're you're investing, you're saving, you're balling, you wear you dress great, you're in shape. Okay, that's one dimension of that. The other dimension is you understand your woman. You understand what makes her go wild in the bedroom, emotionally, mentally. You, 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 um, you trigger those emotions. You trigger those feelings. It's not just about you. It's about her, too. If you want to continue to get that chocha, you got you to gotta make sure that you're on top of your fucking game. Because if you're not, some other guy will. That's the problem with the red pill community. These guys don't, don't, they don't, they're not self-accountable. Everything's about women, 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 women. The modern woman is fucking up because of this. Yeah, I agree that there's a problem with the modern woman, the modern way of thinking. These women are going to end up being 40, 45, being single, not having shit to show for anything. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. That's just fucking, that's how it is. Watch. There's already been studies made on this. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? I don't, I can't tell you. All I'm saying is that a big portion of women by 2030 are going to be single with no children, no family, no husband, no nothing to show for it. Okay. Yes, there's a problem with femininity the way it is presented nowadays. Yes, there is. But there's also a problem with how men carry themselves these days. Especially, I have not, look, the, the red pill community, a lot of these guys, I respect them. You know, they're, they, they have, they try to understand the female's nature, which is good. However, the problem is when there's no self-accountability. Men have a lot to do with situ this situation. What, what do they call these fucking kids online that don't get no pussy, man? They're like, they're uh, virgins, they're nerds. I don't know what the fuck they are. They're, what do they call them? Um, there's a name for them. Let me look this up on, on Google. On the Google. Uh, I don't know what to say. Virgin nerds. <laughs> online. Nerds are virgins. <laughs> this site is full of loser virgin nerds. What the fuck? Anti-social virgin nerd. <laughs> what am I looking for? <laughs> I forget what I was looking for. There's a, there's a, um, it's not simps. Simps is a different thing. There's a name for all these, um, fuck. Hold on. There's a community of these fuckers. Community. <laughs> community. Of nerds who don't get laid. <laughs> Hold on, man. Not paid, motherfucker. Laid. Oh my god, there's a name for this. Incels. Oh, this the rage of the incels by the New Yorker. I don't know what the fuck the New Yorker, but. So there's a community of, of fucking geeks, nerds, uh, weirdos, whatever the fuck you want to call them. I don't give a fuck. Listen, listen, hold on, incels. Listen to me. All right. First thing you got to do is look at yourself in the mirror and see why the fuck you're the problem. Now, if you got a deformity, all right, listen. Listen, we talked about this on the, a few podcasts ago. Go talk to some strippers. You know, hey, it is what it is. They're available. If you want titties in your face, if you want some ass. Go to the strip club. It's okay, bro. You know, if you if your nose is missing, you ain't got no eyes, you ain't got no lips, you ain't got no teeth, you got you ain't got no face. Listen, go talk to them strippers. They don't go fuck. They'll talk to you. They'll sweet talk you. They'll put their titties on your on your non-existent face. You'll be good to go. All right, all right. Now, if you're a fucking nerd, you you're skinny as shit. You're pale as fuck. All right, and your hair's all fucked up. And you're over here talking shit on the internet. I'm a, I'm a shoot up uh, a school because women don't talk to me. I'm a big don't fuck you. Go to the mirror. Look at yourself. First of all, you're the problem, my guy. Fix yourself. Don't fuck yourself. That haircut, it ain't working. Get some muscles. Work out. Drop. Do some push-ups. Put the fucking video game controller down and do some push-ups. Do some squats. Do some pull-ups. You ain't got to go deep into the gym. You got to do all this fitness shit. Do the basics. Develop a little bit of musculature. All right. If you're fat as fuck. Hey, listen, I'm not being mean, but that's not attractive to a lot of women. Lose some weight. You ain't got to be the most fit. Lose some weight. Lose a little bit of weight. 
Okay? If, if you're stinky, shower. Brush your teeth. All right? These are very basic. A lot of these incels that I see pictures of them online, I see why they're not getting laid. But they're mad as fuck. And then they turn to these red pill community guys and then there's no self-accountability. Just blame the modern woman. Women, 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 women today or this, that, and the other. Listen, it starts with you. It starts with you. You're the problem to begin with. Okay, are there women? You're going to find, look, okay. oh shit, I'm ranting. I'm drunk. Let me sip my whiskey. Fuck. This is the problem with a lot of people, man. You guys don't take self-accountability. <laughs> my girl was telling me I was I was kind of drunk a couple days ago and I was talking to her last night and she tells me man you're very mean to yourself I said what do you mean and she says man last night you were looking at yourself in the mirror you just being so mean to yourself and I laughed because I know exactly what she was talking about like I hardly remember I kind of remember that but I do it all the time even when I'm not drunk it's called self-accountability I learned this from David Goggins the self-accountability mirror where I look at myself and I'm real with myself. If I didn't do nothing that day, I look at myself in the mirror and I said, you got to get your shit together. You're a lazy piece of shit. You didn't do a goddamn thing. You spent the whole day sleeping. You didn't work out. You didn't do anything productive. You didn't get after it. You're a piece of shit. Do better tomorrow. That's how I talk to myself. Those are my self talks. Okay. If I'm overweight, I look, you fat piece of fucking shit. I need to hear that. I don't want to. I don't want no one telling me. Oh, you know, you look good. No, 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 no. Because I know I'm not. This is not. But this is not my potential. If no one's telling me this, if my friends aren't telling me, hey, homie, you're a little chunky there. I'm gonna tell myself that. It's self accountability. Now, if a friend of mine, if if my girlfriend, if, if anyone tells me, hey, bro, you're getting a little chunky. I, you think I'm gonna get offended? I'm gonna be like, oh shit, are you serious? Oh. Fuck, homie, and I gotta stop. Uh, gotta stop doing it. Hey, you've been drinking too much this week. You're right. I have actually. You know what? Let me cut back. You know, I I take those. I take that advice seriously. If no one's giving it to me, if no one's being uh, kind enough to tell me those realistic that realistic advice, then I'm gonna tell it to myself, dude. You're a piece of shit. Get it together. You fucked up today. Today was a fucked up day. Tomorrow you better do better. Okay? Self-accountability. It starts with you. It starts with you. Okay, I ranted too much on this topic. Damn, we're almost an hour in. And I still haven't gotten through all the topics. Holy shit. What was another one I wanted to talk about? Okay. Um, let me go over these real quick. Um, Bill Maher. If you guys don't know Bill Maher, he's a liberal. He, he has the... Uh, what's that show called? He he has like a panel where he interviews people. He has a new podcast out on YouTube. Look it up, uh, Bill Maher podcast, where he interviews people from different backgrounds, different views. And it's pretty awesome. I like it. I'm not a big fan of his views, but he uh, interviews a lot of interesting people and people with different opinions, and they have very good conversations. Anyways, he was interviewing Brian Crasson. Brian Crasson, if you guys don't know, he was in Malcolm in the Middle. He was a dad. And he was in one of my favorite shows of all time, Breaking Bad. He played uh, Walt. So uh, they started talking about, um, uh, let's see. Uh, I know. I'm, oh, on Trump. 
Okay, they started uh, Bill, uh, fucking what's his name? Brian Cranston started, you know, Brian Cranston's a liberal too, so he starts going off on, oh, Trump's a, a racist and and you know, he uh he talked he talked bad about Mexicans and you know, he talks back about bad about blacks and you know, he starts throwing out the racist word. And you know, these people have been dis- disenfranchised and we don't need someone in office being racist. And Bill Maher being the liberal that he is, he responds with do you understand that the second time around when he ran for president the second time around, he got a higher, he got an increase in Latino and black vote. He got a higher minority vote. He basically told him, you're trying to speak for a group of people that you know nothing about. Mind blown. Okay. So here's the thing, guys, this whole racism shit. Listen, Latinos, Latinos who who live in this, myself, who live in this country, and we work in this country, and our life is in this country. I've talked about this before. I'll say it again. It's not that I hate my own people. I love my own people. I want Mexico, Guatemala, Salvador. Salvador is doing really good, by the way. But I want these Latin American countries to progress and do better. I want them to provide everything that their people need. However... When people immigrate to this country illegally, they hurt the American worker or even the immigrant workers that got here legally. They have papers that are working. They're paying taxes. They're hurting these workers. It's it's hurting them in the sense that. Um, like, I'll tell you, for example, you know, I worked for a short period of time for the electricians union. You know what uh, hurts unions the most? Mind you, unions are, you know, great with giving people benefits, higher wages, you know, because in unions, the worker has a chance to to. uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Negotiate their pay, negotiate their benefits. But what happens when uh, other companies or or people, uh, residents of the community, they say, well, you know, I can pay Pedro here. Uh, way less to do the same job. Well, Pedro is working for way less and the union workers are like, what the fuck, dude? Like, we negotiated our, our pay or benefits and shit. Pedro's doing it for way less. Do you understand where I'm coming from? It, hate, it, it hurts the American worker. So this is why a lot of Latinos, they, they hurt what Trump said and they were like, oh, you know what, You're, he has a point. He's right. Yeah, no, actually, yeah. Like, we don't hate our own people. We love our people. We want our countries. But it is not the United States' uh, job to fix their problems. There's a lot of corruption in these countries. Guatemala has a shit ton of corruption. Why is it that the United States cannot protect its borders? Look at Australia. Look at England. Look at uh, Switzerland. Look at any other country. And they have border policies, border laws. They have laws for people trying to come into their country. So why is it that America is demonized for doing that? Why is it that CNN, MSNBC, why is it that all these liberal fucking uh, programs or whatever, uh, liberal uh, nonprofit organizations, they're demonizing America for wanting to do what every other country does. Now, look, being a history buff, some people tell me, well, you know, America has been involved in in uh in uh overthrowing 
leaders and presidents in those countries and we kind of deserve it. Look, yes, it's true. We have involved ourselves in a lot of proxy wars, a lot of shit in these countries. We've kind of destabilized their governments. That was back in the 60s, back in the 70s, even the 80s. That's not happening right now. That's not happening in Guatemala right now. Guatemala, in fact, has every opportunity to raise from the ashes. They have every opportunity because Salvador is doing it. What is El Salvador's excuse? The president Bukele there has no excuse. So if he's making it happen, if he lowered the crime rate 60% in El Salvador, Bukele, look him up. Bukele, Bukele, B-U-K-E-L-E? Yeah. If he can lower the crime rate in El Salvador by 60%, why hasn't the Guatemalan president done it? Why hasn't the Mexican president done it? Why hasn't the Costa, uh, no, Costa Rica's doing it? Why hasn't the Honduran president done it? Why is it that all the Hondurans are fucking marching their asses to the border of the United States? Here's the other thing. When Hondurans are migrating to the U.S., they're passing through Mexico, they're passing through Guatemala, through El Salvador. Why are these countries mad that Hondurans are, are entering their borders? Because they have every fucking right to be mad. They have every right to defend their borders. As I'm not, I'm not coming. <sighs> Look, I love my people. I want my people to do good. I want Latinos to do the good in this country. I want Latinos to do good in their country, in our countries, in Mexico, Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras, Costa Rica, Venezuela, all that shit. I want our people to do good. But we're not going to do good until we have self-accountability. That's what makes the president of El Salvador so fucking great. The self-accountability that he has. He's saying we have failed. Our government has failed Salvadorians. It's not, a, it's not the U.S.'s job to take up on our failures. We need to take self-accountability for our failures. This man is fucking great. Look up videos of him on YouTube and, and uh, read the subtitles. You're going to fall in love with this guy. All right. I had a lot more shit to talk about on my notes, but it's getting late. I have to wrap this up. Sorry, guys. I know you like listening to my voice and me rant and me being tipsy as shit, but it is time to go. So let's end it with this. Um, listen, I have a few subscribers to my podcast. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Believe me. Every time the money comes in, it helps me a lot. Uh, the last time it helped me with gas, um, you know, so I'm pitching out this, this new bit. Look, I'm not one. I'm too proud of a man. I will eat trash out of a fucking garbage can before I ask someone for money. I don't beg. I don't ask. I have a lot of pride, you know, but what I'm saying here is if I entertain you, if you like this content, if you support this content, if you want me to keep growing, I appreciate any type of uh, contribution that you can make monthly or one time. You can make a $1, a $5, or a $10 contribution to my podcast. I want to continue growing this. My audience con continues to grow in different countries, believe it or not. Um... Uh, and it's amazing. I love 
all of you guys, the support that you guys give me. It's amazing the fact that you guys listen to me talk. Right now, my my uh, I'm very nicely right now because my both my uh, uh whatever I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm congested as fuck, but I appreciate you guys. Listen, if you can make a donation, if you if you can make a a contribution, it is highly appreciated. Now, if you're a business, a small business owner, if you have something to promote, something to advertise, use my platform. For a dollar or five dollars a month, or if you want to do ten, that's up to you. But a dollar or five dollars a month, I will shout out your business every single podcast. I do about four or five a month. As my podcast continues to grow, it'll land on the ears of more people. Not only that, I am willing to advertise you all my personal uh, Instagram, Facebook. I will pass the word. This podcast will continue to grow. I know it. It's been growing. A lot of people reach out to me and say how much they like it. Okay, so let's work. Let's network. If you want your your business shout out on this podcast, let me know. I'm more than happy to do it for $1 to $5 or even $10 per month. Your subscription goes a long way. I'm going through a financial, uh, not a financial crisis. I'm not fucking dying out here, but I am, you know, uh, recovering from buying a house, which if you've ever bought a home, you know how hard that is. So thank you guys for listening. Love you all. We'll have more to talk about on the next episode. Let me know if you have any, any requests, any topics you want me to cover. I would highly appreciate it. Uh, or I'm more than happy to talk about them, to cover them. Thank you once again. Love you guys. This was another episode of Whiskey Talk with Mario. I don't know why I do the outro if I already have a pre-recorded outro. Anyways. Oh, guys. I went drinking with uh, Ted. The uh, Lot Auto Sales. Shout out to the Lot Auto Sales once again. Went drinking with my boy. And I met... Some very interesting people. I met a guy who's a professional fisherman. Um, you know what? Oh, I don't have his business card. Oh, I took a picture of it. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see, guys. I told him to listen to the podcast. I don't know if he will, but if he does, eh, he'll hear this. All right. It's called hmlanding.com. His name is John Rush. Okay. Uh, John Rush hmlanding.com you can you can go on that website and you can sign up for different fishing trips fishing trips god I'm so congested and uh, I think it's about 400 uh, per trip I think I don't know I don't know you'd have to go there and check it out but this dude was very interesting he's from Boston I've lived in Boston before so we had a lot to talk about there on that subject alone, I uh, met another guy. He was a Navy vet. Uh, we got to talking. It was, it was a great conversation. I mean, look, when you go to the bar, you got to network. Don't just go to get shit faced and, and waste your time. There's always a chance to network and meet new people that are getting after it just like you. Anyways, that's it, guys. Thank you so much. Love you all. I am out. Got to go Mavis, fuckers. 
this was another episode of Whiskey Talk with Mario.